Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is RJ with the No Limits Podcast coming to you live yet again. I'm in Brooklyn, Connecticut. I'm joined by my buddy Steve, a.k.a. Pookie, and he's coming to you live from... Chilton, Massachusetts. Nah, buddy, you got to say it in the Portuguese accent. Give me a little Portuguese accent. Oh, I'm sorry. Scoop, scoop. <laughs> uh, I live in Chilton, uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, baby, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's much better. So we're oh okay. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> we're uh, we're coming back to you again today. It is uh, it's Monday. It's two in the afternoon. We were hoping to get on last night after the rumble because that's what we're here for is to talk about the rumble. And uh, four hours and fifty three minutes for the rumble itself, and then two hours for the pre show. So a total of six hours and fifty three minutes. What the frig? There's no way I made it that long. I, I gave up at the AJ Styles match, so I'm gonna have to watch it in the morning. How'd you do? Uh, How'd you do, man? I, Just soldier. I, I soldiered through, and I yeah. uh, managed to. It was like almost midnight by the time I uh, got to bed. No shit. <laughs> wow, that sucks. Um, so yeah, that's what we're here about today. We're here to talk about the results of. I, I would say if I had to rate it like a B plus Royal Rumble. I wasn't I wasn't overly impressed. I mean, I was a little disappointed, but I wasn't I wasn't overly impressed, you know. How about you? I'll give it a B B minus. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. I'm, I mean, I'm at the B plus only because of a, a couple things that really set me off. Uh so, yeah, let's get right into this, man. So the pre-show, we had Rusev against Shinsuke Nakamura. So Rip off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they. I think they kind of, you know, fucked over uh, Rusev. Um, I mean, the way the match played out, it was, you know, it was almost predictable. Once Lana got hurt, you knew it. Forget it. That's oh, it. Oh yeah. Yep. As soon as she got on the on the apron and started yelling at Nakamura, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yep. And I don't even understand why they gave him the belt if you're only going to take it away from him a, a month later. Yeah, that that right there made absolutely no sense to me as to why they would do that. Again, that's WWE writers just not doing not doing good writing, not not doing right by the superstars that actually could help your company grow. <laughs> you know, I, I Rusev's the main character. I mean, I I don't know. So there was there was not many, how do you say it? Thrills would would thrills be the right word to use for the for the Shinsuke Rusev match? I mean, thrills, action packs. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean it 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 it, it kind of was what I expected, and unfortunately on our prediction, Mister Soares, we were wrong. Oh, yes, we were. <laughs> so that was that match, and then we moved on to the uh, the. The three-way was it three or four? I forget now. The um, cruiserweight was the, four. The, all right, the, the fatal four-way, and I had predicted that um, Kalisto was gonna take it, and you predicted that um, there was a buddy, buddy, buddy Murphy, buddy Murphy, Murphy. yes, buddy, yes, birdie. yes, birdie. buddy, <laughs> uh, that he was gonna retain, and he retained, and that match was uh, again, it was, it was nothing spectacular i mean it was to be what it what is expected of cruiserweights you know some high flying typical kalisto moves that are just you know the same same repertoire um yeah it, it just wasn't anything super exciting to me how about how'd you feel on that one 
I, I agree with you. There were some high-flying moves. There were some uh, luchador-type things from Kalisto and uh, the other two uh, Oriental guys. I don't even remember their names. Oh, <laughs> doesn't one of them go, ha, 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 or whatever he yeah, does there that. there was one that was screaming every time <laughs> yeah. he like, threw a punch or something. Yeah. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah, I know that one. Um, yeah. All right, yes, yeah, so that was the pre-show. I mean, the pre-show, unfortunately, is the pre-show. I mean, they apparently... There was, there was one more match in the pre-show that they didn't even mention. Really? See, now, he, and, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not... That was that was uh, the Raw Tag Team titles with oh. Chad Gable and uh, Bobby Roode. Really? Against uh, Akum from uh, Authors of Pain, and I can't remember which one... Dawson, maybe from the revival. I don't know what the 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 mix uh, tag team was between those two, but they fought uh, Rude and Gable, and Gable and Rude ended up winning that. Really? So did they air that one, or was that just kind of like a? They, they they aired that one. It was it was actually funny because as Bobby Rude was coming to the ring from his entrance, the cameraman fell on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I man, I I uh, I missed it because. Um, here we go again. Recording live. I'm using my phone to talk to you, and I'm getting another phone call. And I got my phone on silent, trying to get rid of the noise. So we're not going to hit any buttons because I'm not going to lose you right away. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to lie to you. I um, I did not uh, catch all the pre-show because I got confused on the times. And my daughter and I, Kylie, my co-host, actually was sitting down watching the 2000 Royal Rumble um, just to, cause I wanted to, I, you know, I, it's been so long since I've seen it and you mentioned it the other night, Steve. So Kylie and I were like, yeah, let's just watch it. And I went to go eat dinner at like quarter to seven thinking the pre-show started at seven and boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I caught, you know, the, the highlights of the pre-show. Uh, I'm glad you caught the whole thing, Steve. And, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't set out to catch the whole thing, but it ended up being that way. Hey, you know what? Good. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> So now we're out of the pre-show, and we are into the main show, the Royal Rumble itself. I I got to say I was actually shocked that they started with this match, but Becky Lynch versus Asuka, I mean, I didn't think they were going to start with that, but they did, and that was you cool. You and me both. Yeah, man, that was, a, that was a good choice to start because, you know, you get the crowd into it real early. Yeah, um, I didn't mind it. I was just surprised that it was so early. I was like, hey, all right, bring it on. <clears throat> Yeah, and it was a good match. To me, that match was one of the better matches of the night. It didn't disappoint. Uh, nope. Becky and Asuka put I'm not a big Asuka fan. I'm going to say it right now, but she put on a good show. She she really went out there after Becky Lynch. It was a great back and forth. The moves were, you know, it was cool to see them use each other's moves. And oh, was, I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah, and there was some high flying, but I mean... Again, the women's division is is killing it, man. That that was one of the better matches of the night. I was really impressed by that. I wasn't impressed with the outcome, but as we go down the line, you'll you'll hear what happened. <laughs> oh, I knew the outcome was coming. I'll tell you right now. I knew. I knew Becky was gonna lose the match and have to make her way into the Rumble somehow, some way. I just didn't want. I think half my problem was is I was blind to the fact that what was going on because I just like Becky Lynch that much that. I was just I, upset I that she I lost, her. you know? I man. Yeah, I, I, and I just hate the fact that they're doing such a shitty job. They were doing a shitty job with their character. Then they're bringing her back, and then she lost to Asuka, and I said, oh, crap. 
here we go again. You know, she's going to go back to the wayside and, you know, but but as we will discuss further, there's there's light at the end of the tunnel for Becky Lynch. But uh, that was an excellent match. Becky and, and Oscar really put on a good show. It was a great, great, great fight. And unfortunately, Oscar won. But hey, what can you do? So how do you feel? What do you think of that one, too, Steve? I mean, is that uh, was that one of your highlights for the night? You nailed it. You nailed it with what you just finished saying. I mean, that was definitely one of the best matches I've seen um, in a long time. And it was definitely one of the better matches of the night. Yeah, and it, it, it kept you entertained. It wasn't like, it wasn't bland. They they spiced it up no. a little bit. You know what I mean? No. They, they added exactly. some new moves to the repertoire, and it was it was cool, you know? Yeah, and like you and like you touched upon, they used each other's moves. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, right? man, that was cool. They went back and forth for... A good minute or two where it was uh, Becky's using Oscars, Oscars using Becky's. It was like wow, like, dude. How about when Becky did the disarmor on the on the ropes, on standing on the on the turnbuckles? I think she was on the was, top rope and she gave her the yes, Oscar the disarmor. Yeah, man, that was that cool. Was I, I dug that. I dug that a lot. I liked <laughs> I liked that. I liked when Oscar did the Oscar lock on the ropes. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I it mean, was, they 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 really pulled out some of the stops and they, man, again, and the women. They are just kicking ass. They, they, the women rule, dude. They're saving WWE. I'm sorry, they're they're saving it. I just, I, I, you know, they they're really just, they're great. I I enjoy watching the women. Uh, so then we go on to. I gotta what? be honest. I enjoy watching the women more than the men lately. Yeah, well, because they the women just go for it, man. They just they go for it. So. Becky Lynch loses that match. Unfortunately, Oscar retains, which you know, we'll see what happens now. But uh, we head on to. Shane McMahon with the Miz against the Bar, and I called, right. <laughs> I called it. I called it. I got one right, right, baby. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you flat out, man. I was not I was not uh, not thrilled with that match because, um, again, like I was saying, the women they pull out all the stops, man. They 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 go that extra mile. The men, it's like you're reading a script. I mean, you know, Shane with that friggin' coast to coast. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, jumping. When he put the yeah. together in the corner. Yeah, and then he jumps off the, you know, the top turnbuckle onto the tables, and we've seen all that. You know, it just, yeah. it, it with Shane O'Mac being in the ring, it's just getting very bland. Yeah, it's he very himself doing it. He whacked his. Yeah. Oh, hard. oh, yeah. He. I mean, listen. I give the guy props for going out there. Oh well, listen. That was one of my favorite parts of the match was when friggin' Cesaro spun him around. Until that Cesaro was. was almost ready to pass out. I think Cesaro had to stop. <laughs> he did, I think. He was like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, to me, that match, I mean, the bar, you know, Cesaro, I'm a big Cesaro fan. Anything that guy does impresses me because I think pound for pound he is the strongest wrestler in the WWE. Um, he's just, he's, he's fun to watch. The Miz, I've always been a Miz fan. Um, yep. But, with you know, and, and, and Sheamus, you know, he's... Sheamus is just a brute. You can't expect too much high flying out of him. But I think the thing that ruined that match for me was just the repetitiveness of Shane's like big thrilling moves. I think what they thought were going to make that match great has just been done too many times. You know, the coast to coast through the table, the coast like, to coast. The, yeah. the him getting on the turnbuckle looked like he was going to jump uh, onto the uh, table, and yeah, that yeah. didn't happen. And yeah, it, some of it's just very predictable. And it was like, okay, we can see this coming. But we can see that coming. What I love is when Cesaro does that swing. That is, you know, it's coming. But yep. 
You just want that's you just want to see player. how long he's gonna yeah. spin that guy around, man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he, had, he had Shane going for a while. Yeah, and that's you know, that's that's Cesaro. I mean, he just you know, so Cesaro did good. I mean, you know, they they put on a good show. Sheamus just did his Sheamus thing. The Miz tried, you know what I mean. But then at the end of the match. Like with Miz's father and like Shane, you could tell Shane was like not even into it. Like, yeah, I want to tell. I was like, come on, man. The Miz was like crying, you know. I don't know if he was not into it or if he was just concussed. (laughs) That's a good. That's a good point, Steve. (laughs) He whacked his head pretty hard. Yeah. Oh, and before I forget, actually, there was one thing that really impressed the uh, the shit out of me um, is when uh, Shane did the the shooting star. Yes. That was I'm, I'm that that was, that was awesome. a highlight. That was I forgot about that. that. I just looked awesome. at my notes and I I forgot about. But yeah, the shooting star, I got to give oh, Shane yeah. props on that one. You know that that I didn't see coming. <laughs> so, and, and I, honestly, it was executed perfectly too. It wasn't like oh, what's what was he trying to do? You know? Yeah. No, it was like dead on. Yeah, and then you know the other thing that was like eh, when you know. WWE tries to do the UFC move, so now you got Shane McMahon putting Cesaro in a triangle. <laughs> uh, you're not putting Cesaro, you're not putting Sheamus in a triangle, Shane. No offense. <laughs> yeah. But they did, and it was like, oh, here we go with that. Um, so that, I mean, that was that was a pretty good match. I wasn't, you know, they they pulled out. It was predictable, but you know, again, the shooting star did make it a little different. But uh, you know, you you knew Shane and Miz were gonna take it going into it, so it just you just kind of lost the excitement for it. Yeah. Um, but then you know they brought out uh, they brought out Ronda Rousey and they brought out the boss Sasha Banks, which I thought she was gonna lose her top. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the top was coming off by accident. <laughs> there was there was a couple of times where it was like, well, wardrobe mouth. No, no, thought it was wardrobe mouth actually. <laughs> um, Sasha Banks. Um, you know she did her typical Sasha thing. Uh, Ronda Rousey did her typical thing, but that that match I have I, to say wasn't bad. A little bit better. What's that? I think she wrestled a little bit better, and I I think she heard you from the last podcast <laughs> because she even she even screamed it out. She was like, "You think I can't wrestle? Watch this!" Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and all I could think of was you. <laughs> Maybe she did, Ronda. I'm telling you, you could you could kick my ass. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> It was it was it was one of Ronda's uh, better better matches. I mean, Ronda Rousey's now been in the WWE for one year. She's been champion for one hundred and sixty one days. Wow. Um, the thing that I liked is that they didn't go crazy with Ronda Rousey doing the freaking armbar every two seconds. That's what I yes. enjoyed. They had her actually pull out other things. She did do the Piper's Pit, as she called it, uh, four times. So. You kind of beat that one to death a little bit, but <laughs> you know her her in ring skills are getting better. Um, and then uh, you know you saw you saw um, Sasha uh, tap outside the ring at one point. Yes. Um, yes, that was cool. But of course that doesn't that doesn't uh, mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. You can tap then, out, um, out of the ring all you want. And then you know uh, Sasha started doing the uh, the choke on. Um, Rhonda and she was using the strap of her like 
tangly arm sleeve or whatever the hell it is. Uh, that was yeah. Yeah, and when, <laughs> she put it in her mouth, man, and like was like ripping her cheeks. I don't know if she missed, but I was like, at one point, I was like, oh man, Ronda's cheeks are gonna get ripped wide open. <laughs> so, um, so that you know, Ronda retained, which I I had a feeling Ronda was is gonna retain because my prediction for Sasha is Sasha and Bailey are gonna take the tag the women's tag titles. That's just my prediction. I could be wrong. What do you think, Steve? For next month, oh, I, yeah, they're a formidable uh, tag team, Sasha and Bailey. But yeah. I still got a feeling Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. They, I, it's probably going to come down to those two teams. <laughs> you know, those two teams are probably <laughs> going to take it. But um, yeah, I mean, I was pretty impressed with the Ronda Rousey match. I mean, you know, it was, it was cool. I just the only thing that drives me nuts is that every yeah. time Ronda has a match, it's so emotional at the end of it. Like, cut it out. Please, like, yes, stop yes. that. It just, it takes away oh, from it. Oh, I have respect for you. Yeah, that was yeah. Such a great match. So yeah. Great. And then she's making out with her husband, like, uh, just give him one I, peck and I keep walking. I Sasha wasn't going to go fully into the locker room. The way she was walking out, I'm like, something's going to happen between these two after the match. I can see it already. Yeah, and, and then I they... Go, was it the four, four horsemen? Yeah, or four horsewomen thing. Is that what that's about? I couldn't, I couldn't understand yeah, what that's that was what about. That's about because there's uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Charlotte, and Becky are the four horsewomen of WWE. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. I guess now. they started a faction back in NXT. Okay, but and, what would that have to do with Ronda Rousey? I mean, that and just Ronda has four horsemen women. With because uh, former MMA fighters, oh, uh, uh, hey, uh, hey, Baszler, and there's two others I can't remember their names, but they're still in the uh, performance center. Okay, but I think they're trying to start up that storyline of. I was just gonna say maybe we just predicted the four it. Horsemen. Yeah, oh man, that would uh, that would be cool. <laughs> you know, that would be that, cool. That would oh, yeah, again, uh, again, another funny. another great storyline for the women's division. I mean, the women are just. They're killing it. I hope they don't ruin it. <laughs> um, as I turn my page, you can hear me. You can hear me returning my page. Um, then they <laughs> announced that you know John Cena has been replaced by Braun Strowman, and then we go up to the Women's Royal Rumble, which I had high hopes for this, and it 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 almost met them. It almost met them. A couple of things I didn't really care for, but um, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run down the the women and. You know, so we don't sit here for like six hours like the WWE. We'll just kind of add little, little <laughs> things. Steve, feel free to kick in at any time. But um, yeah, the first contestant was Lacey Evans, and she lasted thirty minutes. I was pretty impressed with Lacey Evans. I don't know if you were. Would you know? I was. I was impressed with her uh, wrestling ability. I was. I'm not crazy about her character, but again, she's doing her job. If I'm not crazy about her. Yep. <laughs> All right. So. And then uh, the n- number two contestant was Natty Hart. Um, and again, I, I, as we talked earlier on the phone, Steve. Uh, yeah. You know, I like to point out that they put Natty in with a young wrestler again to just, just to help her out, to just to carry her, you know, to make sure everything goes yeah, right. Carry her out and a little uh, kind of push. Yeah, and you can see a couple, of, a couple of moves where you know where, you know, even Natty. I think Lacey didn't connect fast enough, and Natty had to wait by the ropes for a second or two. Yeah. Um, but Nat- Natalia Hot had a great showing. She lasted 55 minutes and 58 seconds from number two. Wow. Yeah, I that didn't was. Realize that. Yeah, that that was cool. Um, then my Hi- pick. Highlight of highlight of Natty was when she put the sharpshooter on. Uh, oh, Lacey and Mandy. Rose and, and uh, Lacey Evans. 
Was it Lacey Evans? Yeah, yep, yep. She put them both in the sharpshooter because Mandy yeah. Mandy Rose is the next one. She was number three. Um, yep. She uh, Mandy Rose was my pick. Uh, she did she did good, but you know uh, when we get down the line, we we knew what was going to happen. Um, <laughs> the the fourth fourth entrance was uh, Liv Morgan. I was kind of mad that she only lasted eight seconds. <laughs> that kind of pissed me off. She was um, in and out. Yeah, and then uh, Mick, Mickey James came down. She had a great showing last night. She did really well. Uh, you just got to wonder if, if WWE is ever going to give her the title one more time so she can break the you know uh, the record uh, with, I'm drawing a blank, Trish Stratus. If she can ever you know, yeah, get the belt more times than Trish Stratus. So... Personally, I that think that would be nice. Yeah, I think Mickey James deserves it. She's worked hard. Um, she has. She has. She had a really good showing. Then our sixth contestant was uh, Ember Moon. Uh, again, Ember a, Moon. A, a great showing. She did. She did pretty well. Um, they didn't really focus too much on her, but you know, she, from what you can see from a distance, she was doing good. Uh, oh. Number number seven was uh, Billy Kay, and man, they they she entertained me. I loved it. You know, she came down. She's wait. She was waiting for Peyton. I'm not going in until Peyton gets here. My wife goes, her voice is really annoying. <laughs> so, I find her annoying, too. But, you know, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it and how she crawled under the ring. You know, I just, you know, it was cool. I enjoyed it. You know, she did something different. You know, she came down and did her thing, and then she crawled under the ring. You don't really see that too often, uh, people crawling under the ring to not enter the Rumble so they don't get eliminated. And Unless then, you're Titus uh, O'Neil, you're so excited to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the the eighth eighth contestant was Nikki Cross. Again. Nikki. Yeah, she she put on a good show, and again, she came in doing a little spastic thing. And, uh, She's she, a little psychopath. Yeah, I, I enjoyed her performance. She did good for, for a little midget, man. She really went out went out there and just kicked ass. <laughs> uh, I, I like watching the small women because it just – it's just funny to watch him go, you know, Alexa Bliss and, and Nikki yeah, Cross. Yeah. Um, but, uh, all right, so our ninth contestant was Peyton Royce. And when Peyton Royce came in, her and uh, uh, her and Billy Kay, they met up and they went in and they got eliminated later together, didn't they? Or I think it was – oh, they got eliminated closely together. Yeah, it was pretty close, yeah. Uh, and then we had the tenth contestant who was Tamina. I give her credit. She, you know, she paid homage to the great Superfly, her father, Jimmy Snooker, and did the the splash off the top rope, which was cool. That was a dangerous I move was, in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I was very surprised about that because usually she reminds me of Frankenstein. It doesn't. Ah, dude, she's shot. I mean, her knees are just. You can see it. Her knees are just gone. She looks like Stone Cold towards the end of his career, where he was walking bow legged and had robot braces on. Uh, <laughs> um, and then our eleventh contestant on the Rumble was. Uh, Z- Zia Lee, um, she was another new, you know, new women's wrestler. I think she's down in NXT. Um, yes. I, I, is she the one? I, I should have wrote it down in my notes. Is she the first I think Chinese? She's the first Chinese. Chi- yes, I think she's that's the her. First Chinese. Yes, the yeah. first Chinese wrestler. And of course, you know, they let her do her thing as soon as she got into the ring, and she wasn't overly impressive. I mean, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think she was that like wow, <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, she didn't wow me. I mean, she did some moves, but she didn't nothing, really wow me. Like, yeah. oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, who's this? Yeah, exactly. Um, And then the 12th entrant was uh, Sarah Logan, who I thought she was going to go a lot further. I, I really like Sarah Logan. She's just a, an unbelievably strong woman. 
She's underutilized. Yes, very much so. And that again, that goes back to how WWE, they just don't have good writers and they don't use the characters to their full potential, you know? Yeah. Um and then after her after that, the thirteenth contestant was Charlotte Flair, who had four eliminations and she lasted fifty minutes and thirty six seconds. So <laughs> yeah, she had a great showing. Good for Charlotte Flair. Um, yes, yes, I believe that was my pick. I think. Uh yeah, you did. You did have uh, Charlotte Flair as your pick. Yeah, you did. I did. Um, I did. Then we had uh, Kari Sane. Um, I'm trying to remember now. Was she the one? The the looks she's like a, a pirate. Little, she she's a like, little pirate. Yeah, the space pirate she's looking thing. Little, yeah. She's a little pirate. Yeah. From NXT. I I gotta <laughs> say, I'm not. The only thing that I didn't like about her is she ran down the aisle with the the telescope fully extended, like. <laughs> But, but I dig her yeah, shtick, man. Graves even mentioned something about that. He goes, yeah. he's like, is that running with the telescope kind of like running with scissors? You yeah. Do it? <laughs> yes, that's right. I heard him say that. Um, I, I got to say, I, I dig her shtick. I do. I just didn't like the telescope thing. Um, really? I'm, I'm not crazy about the pirate thing. I, I, I think it's I'm a, a little pirate kiddish. guy. I like the pirates. I, 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 I like, like pirates. pirates. I like the history wrong, of pirates. But it's just, she does it. Her. It's like a video game character come to life, man. She looks like a little video game yeah. character. But I, I dig it. I'll give you that. Yeah, I dig it. And and her moves, I'll tell you what, I, I'm impressed with her moves. I don't really watch NXT, so I she's not really um, overplayed yet. I saw her last year in last year's Rumble, and then I saw her in this year's Rumble. And that's the only two times I've seen her. But, again, I'm impressed. I, I, I like what she has to bring to the table. She's a high flyer. She's very smooth. Uh, she is. Yeah, I, she I really, really enjoy her. She's she's a former NXT uh, champion. Yes, that's right. She is. Yep, I forgot about she, that. I they saw, did mention I saw, that. I caught, I caught one match, and I think it was her defending against Shayna Baszler, and Baszler ended up winning it. But it was a very entertaining match between both of them. Yeah, she's great. I you know I I I'm gonna have to stop watching NXT because I hope they don't bring her up to the WWE because that's when. A lot of these great NXT superstars get screwed. Yes. Um, and then we have uh, number 15, Maria Kanellis. Uh, she's a little rusty. Um, she, needs, she needs to just go. Really? You think so? I, I, I mean, I think so. I think Maria Kanellis uh, has just played out already. She looked a little rusty. I, didn't, I won't say she's bad, but she definitely wasn't great. Um, and then we bring down... No, she, she managed to get somebody out. Yeah, that's right. I can't remember who. It I wasn't... can't remember who she got out, but she, she got somebody out. Was it so. Alicia Fox? No, I don't think it was Alicia Fox. It might have been. I don't know. I know she's which, on her hat. Which, dude, I'm going to tell you what. <sighs> I can't do Alicia Fox. That no. was that was terrible. Oh. And I would be embarrassed if I was... I'm talking in my, my serious dramatic voice, ladies and gentlemen. My serious dramatic voice. If, if I was Alicia Fox, I'd be embarrassed of myself with that fucking god-awful hat that stupid character she has and then when maria stepped on her hat she flipped oh out like a little God. girl I'm Alicia Fox. Uh, dude when she flipped out in the ring with the hat thing oh. Oh, i just wanted to turn off the tv i was like this is not what the women's division needs i'm sorry no nope. this is not what they need they don't need i wanted her that. out of the ring immediately she's, yep. she started that little temper tantrum thing i was like oh God, yep. just toss her. Just toss her, please. <clears throat> yep. Um, so we're we're at the 16th entrant now, and that was Naomi. 
Um, and of course, with Naomi brings the exit of Mandy Rose, my pick. So we knew that kind of was going to happen. I was hoping it wasn't. No, and yeah. uh, again, as I'll point out as we go further in the podcast here, um, the men and the women kind of copied each other with some things on the on the Rumble, and one of them being Naomi doing a Kofi Kingston. At one point, yes. I, I didn't think Naomi was going to make it. Uh, walking across the ape, uh, not the apron, but the barrier. I didn't think she was gonna make it, and uh, I agree with you. I thought she was gonna. <laughs> she almost did. She almost did. And then when she uh, did the jump, uh, when she did the jump onto um, the stairs, I didn't onto think she stairs. was gonna get yeah. that either. I didn't think she was gonna make. Neither did my wife. My wife Lindsay was like, "Nope, it's not gonna happen. She's not gonna get those stairs." And when she nailed it, I was like, "Wow." Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I wasn't, you know. I, she didn't last very long, but you know, it kind of it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth when she did the Kofi thing. I said, "Oh Jesus, I hope they don't do this to her and make it not original." You know, because I, I like Naomi, I really do. She's high energy. Yeah. She's got some good moves, but just let her be original. Let her be her. Don't make her be, you know, like Kofi Kingston with the moves. You know, just let well, that you, be Kofi's thing. You gotta have you gotta have one female star that that does the crazy moves but she not does, to get but eliminated. Let her, yeah, but let her do it in the ring, man. You know, just let that be Kofi's thing, you know. Let Naomi have something else, you know. She's got plenty of talent to to bring it to the table, you know. Sure. Um so then we go to number seventeen and this is the first time I've ever seen her and I was like, God damn. Uh Candace LeRae. I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, Candice LeRae uh, is the uh, NXT, uh, not the NXT, the UK women's wrestler. She's uh, she's quite a sight. Um, she's powerful. I, you don't you don't remember? How the hell could you not remember her? I don't remember her. I remember, I remember the other NXT uh, UK, uh, Rhea something or other. Oh, I might have them confused, man. I think you might have him confused. Oh crap! No, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, wrong person. Oh crap! I just made myself look bad on this podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens. Uh, yeah, she is. Uh, Candice is an American professional wrestler known by her ring name, Candice LeRae. She is signed to WWE's development territory, NXT. Yeah, okay. Now I think now I think I remember who you're talking about because uh, I think there was a point where she went at it with uh, the the little pirate girl there. Yes. Oh, yes. I. I all right. Now I know who she is. Now. Oh my God. Yeah. She. She had like that pinkish rainbow colored costume yes, short set on. Yeah. So. Yeah. She was pretty cool, actually. Now that I'm. Now that I'm remembering. Um. Yeah. She. I actually did enjoy her. She was one of the good ones that came out. Um, yeah. She wasn't bad at all. No. She definitely was. Uh. Was one to watch. And then, of course, number eighteen. We already discussed it. Alicia Fox. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong, but Casey, Casey, Catanzaro, Catanzaro, yeah, wow, <laughs> yes, wow. I remember her from American Ninja Warrior, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm like the same one. I'm like, "Wow, this is great." I didn't realize she was even wrestling, and she put on a good show. Yeah, man. Um, she uh. I again, I like watching the little peanuts wrestle, and she's only yeah, four. She's, she's like five. dude. She's not even five. She's four eleven. Four eleven. Four eleven. She's like a little five foot, maybe less. Yeah. Um. Four eleven. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, backstory on her. She was. She's born in nineteen ninety. Um. So she's twenty nine, 
and she obviously is a an American professional wrestler, a gymnast, and an athletics-based television personality because of Ninja Warrior. Yep. Uh, other names by her is Mighty Casey. Yes. And uh, she's signed to the you know NXT right now. But man, impressed. I, I mean, she's got a future. <laughs> she's and she was awesome so. because she's so goddamn little. It was so cool, you know. <laughs> I love yeah. watching that. Um, so then we move on. I think this is the one that I got confused, and I'm gonna check my uh, my little internet in the interwebs here. Uh, Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega. She's uh, Andrade's manager. Okay, sorry. I now I'm still not thinking of the right person. Um, yeah, she, <laughs> she she hit underneath the ring. Yes, yes. Oh, I know. Kept, no, kept, wait a minute. I kept peeking out like peekaboo. Like, is it time for me to come out yet? Yeah. <laughs> and dude, what's up with the Vega thing? I mean, you're copying Street Fighter, you're copying Vega, one of my favorite characters. He was a G.I. Joe. Don't do that. <laughs> Come up with something else, for Christ's sakes. Um so after that we have Ruby Riot, who just didn't impress me at all. No. Um no. Ruby doesn't impress me at all, to be honest, even in any of her other matches. Yeah, I just turned the page on her. Um, then uh, the 22nd, we're up to number 22. It was, uh, oh, crap. Oh, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. I couldn't what, even read what, my own what handwriting. What did you like? Uh, dude, she looks good. She uh, she trimmed up. Uh, you know, she looks healthy, you know, and I really hope they utilize her a little more. I hope they bring her back to that powerhouse that she was. I, I enjoy Dana Brooke's character. I do. I don't know how you yeah, feel about Dana Brooke. I can take her or leave her, to be honest. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, don't I know. think there's again the women's division is so loaded with talent that I I can just name off any other wrestler other than her. Yeah, I just I don't know. I like Dana Brooke. <laughs> 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 um, so now we're up to number twenty-three, which was uh, Low Sherry. Am I saying it right? Uh, another 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 Japanese uh star. Oh God, I I I always I always pronounce these wrong. Uh, yeah, Io is her first name, so Lo or Io or Cherie. Um, she was number twenty three. Um, yeah. and she's actually yeah she's another Japanese wrestler. Um. I can't say her name, but I remember her performance in the ring, and she was she was decent. Uh, she had a few uh, a few little surprises, uh, you know, nothing nothing crazy, but uh, yeah, not bad either. I mean, you know, maybe we'll see more from her in the future. Uh, and then number twenty four is Rhea Ripley. That's the UK former champion. Okay. From NXT. Okay, that's the what I'm thinking the, of. The the British. Uh, or she, I think she's British, anyways. With the 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 dark leather. Yeah, man, that girl. Yes, that's the, she's a goddamn force. She walked down like the a, ring, and like I a went gothic look type deal. Yeah, almost. but she's like she's rock. dude, she's big. Like she's she just is. she's very like intimate. She's five eight, uh, five eight, one hundred thirty seven pounds. But that one hundred thirty seven pounds, man, fits her well. She's like she's like she's. Wow, she was a force, yeah. man. I I was like, that's the winner right there. I'm going with her. <laughs> yeah, she was a force, definitely. I can see her being called up from NXT and 
maybe by the end of the year. Well, I'll tell you what I got excited for at one point because Rhea Ripley was in there, but number 25 was Sonya Deville, and I thought I was actually going to enjoy a good fight between those two. It, it didn't really happen as like I thought it was going to, but, you know, Sonya, Sonya didn't do so hot. I She was just kind of no. like a throwaway character for the Rumble. Um, she was. She was. I was disappointed in that. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then number twenty-six was none other than Little Miss Bliss, <laughs> Alexa Little Bliss. Little Miss Bliss. Yeah, good, good surprise entry there. Uh, she did well. Uh, you know, she did her typical Alexa Bliss stuff. She looks good. She uh, does. I mean, for not being in the ring for four months. Yeah, I, mean, I and I, I, I am always an Alexa Bliss fan. I've always liked her since she came up. Oh uh, yeah, me too. I still love the video that went viral on the internet of her coming out of um, the stage at one of the in-house shows, and some guy had you know aisle seats and he's videotaping her on it. Well, not videotaping, but using his camera phone and he's recording her and he's like woo woo, and he goes nice ass Alexa, and she just whips around and she's like shut up. I was like oh nice. <laughs> that video always cracks me up. <laughs> check it out with Tyson. I'll, 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 I'll find it and send you the link. It's just funny how she immediately whipped around and was like, shut up! And, you know, uh, I remember another video I saw with her. Nia Jax was carrying her up the ring and somebody actually slapped her somebody ass. Slapped her ass. <laughs> I saw that one. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, I saw that one. Nia Jax had this look like, oh my God. Yeah, she, Nia Jax actually kind of <laughs> laughed. I would have laughed too. But God bless that guy, man. That's some balls. That's sexual right, assault, buddy. Definitely. That is sexual assault. Sexual assault. That is. You got balls. Um, number 27 was Bailey. Uh, Bailey didn't do anything too special. I think she was just in there to tick up a number um, because, my again, my prediction is Bailey versus uh, uh, Bailey, Bailey uh, and Sasha Banks taking the tag titles. So I don't think they you know were going to do too much yeah. with her. She had a good showing. Yeah. Nothing impressive, she but did. she had a good showing. Uh, it, no, was, it was almost like every entrant that came in, they gave them like 30 seconds of uh, – clean house a little bit yeah. show everybody what you can do yeah and i appreciated that you know what i mean because as you can tell as i'm going up and down this this list or i should say down this list um i'm not I, I have a hard time remembering some of the characters so um you know it was good for them to let them do that to showcase a little bit so you you could see that they weren't just some kind of you know joke <laughs> um, yes. and then here's where things get crazy i'm gonna run the rest of the list off and then we'll we'll get into everything but uh, so number 28 was uh, Lana, and as we know, Lana came out with the ankle injury, so she was taking forever to come down. Yeah. Then number 29 was Nia Jax, and then we know that Nia Jax basically kicked Lana's ass and, and hurt her ankle more. Yeah. Um, and then number 30 was Carmella, so now we have everybody in the ring. And, you know, I remember, and, and again, I just, I don't know why it didn't click in my head, but... I said, Kylie was actually watching the the match with me at that point, and I said, I said, Kylie, I go, something's gonna happen. Something something's gonna happen with uh, with this, and they're gonna do something. Somebody's coming out, and I, Kylie's like, who do you think? I go, I don't know, maybe an old veteran. You know, that would be kind of cool, an old veteran, Trish Stratus, a leader or something. But they brought out the man. Becky Lynch came out. They did, and they she did, and she, I loved it. Yeah, and she begged my. Now this is a funny thing. My daughter's first favorite wrestling character was My Name is Finley and I like to fight. <laughs> My daughter was a big Fit Finley fan, and uh, there he was giving the man permission to uh, come out and fight. So that was that was good. That was great. Uh, that was. I, I was hoping she was gonna get into the Rumble, and when they went through all the numbers, 
and she didn't get called, I was like, oh man, I'm like, I really wish she would have like jumped in somehow. Yeah. And when and when that whole thing happened with Lana and her music hit, I was like, yes. And then she eliminated Charlotte Flair for the yes. win. That was that yes. was awesome. So the, I didn't even care. I didn't even care. No. I was like, you know what? Gimme Becky. <laughs> yeah, and that's that totally it's like in Dumb and Dumber when he shows up with the little moped. You totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> um, future episode, by the way. Um it, it made my night. That was I so I, I have to say the way the women's Royal Royal Rumble played out, it was because I didn't catch it, it was a surprise to I, me. But I loved I what they did. I particularly enjoyed when Nia Jax and Becky were in the middle of the ring. After the whole punch to the face, breaking Becky's nose, yep, it was like, yes, these two are finally gonna go at it. Yep. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, I mean, the the women's Royal Rumble match, um, you know, I noticed the, you know, pat, well, not a pat, well, between the men and the women, I noticed the pattern that one of my gripes is, and and one of the reasons why I enjoy the Royal Rumble is the old superstars coming back, and it seems to me that they've they've shied away from it. And they just yeah. they they just bring up uh, you know the NXT stars, which is okay, but it's still fun to have to have the old guys come back for a night. I mean, oh, why not? Is. You know, why not? It is. Um. So at this point, we move on to uh, AJ. Uh, AJ. Yeah, AJ. I was gonna say AJ Lee. I'm thinking women. Um, AJ, <laughs> AJ Styles. <laughs> AJ Styles uh, versus Daniel Bryant. Um. Truthfully, and you might you might not like me for this, but AJ's usually pretty good. Daniel Bryan's usually pretty good. I found this match to be flat and boring. I thought it was awful. I have not much to say about it. I just did not enjoy it. <laughs> I've seen AJ and Daniel a few times already, and they've I think they've put on better performances than last night. And when uh, Eric Rowan showed up, it was like okay. Yeah, like, it, it got predictable, you know, and, and yeah, I was like, yep. And honestly, now with him showing up and joining uh, Daniel Bryan, I believe Daniel Bryan is going to start a faction because if you have Eric Rowan, Luke Harper isn't too far behind. Uh, well, now let's take it a step further. What do you think about Bray? Do you think they're going to do Daniel Bryan being another minion of like Bray Wyatt's crew if they yeah. if they go back to that? You never know. I'm a Bray Wyatt guy. I've always been, and I wouldn't be opposed to that. He wasn't there last night. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that when we get when I get into my rant about the men's Royal Rumble. (laughs) 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 You're right. You're right. But let me. You know, I'm gonna get into that one. Um, So I don't have much to say about that match. I I truthfully fast forward to the end. I just I couldn't. (laughs) I did. I I, and ladies and gentlemen, I ended up uh, calling it quits about five minutes into the the uh AJ uh Daniel Bryan match because what the fuck <laughs> that i mean 4 hours and 53 minutes for the rumble was a bit much and then you know you you were a trooper and stayed for the you you stayed for the whole 6 hours and 53 minutes i gave up God i said um yeah God i mean knows how. you know you you come off you come off a great rumble match that the women had and it kept your attention and then you go to you know Daniel and and AJ and it was like yeah, uh, my, my wife, my wife, you know, Lindsay was even saying it. She's like, she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm bored now. She's like, I, I would have been fine with just the women's Royal Rumble and call it a night. 
<laughs> yeah, that and you know, I was hoping they were going to put the men right after the women just right to keep the excitement the going and they should have. They should have, but they didn't. And that that was stupid. There was just too many there was too many uh undercard ma- or you know, other matches, I shouldn't say undercard cuz they were, you know, I don't know what you want to call them at that point, but there were just too many matches in between yes. the rumbles. Too they, many. Too too many. They, they should have to two, maybe three, and then the rumbles. Yes, yes. And it was just, it was too much. I don't know. I mean, people might disagree with both of us on that, but, man, it was just, no. it was too much, man. And, and a, you know, the AJ-Daniel uh, Bryan match was just fucking flat. And then after that, they brought out, you know, Brock Lesnar and uh, uh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. And I, I liked that match. I really did. That was a good match. It kind of, you know, I watched it this morning. Um I I I'm a Brock Lesnar fan. I'm glad he retained. Um, but the thing I liked about this match is that they actually made Brock Lesnar go back to some old moves and actually wrestle. Um, I like the fact that they took uh, Finn Balor and they let him just come out blasting and wail, wail on on yes. Brock Lesnar. Yes. So that was that was a fun match to see because it wasn't the typical Brock Lesnar coming out like a Neanderthal and suplexing the guy about seven thousand times. And then or, uh, or giving him four or five F5s. Yeah, yep. I don't even think he gave him the F5 until he, after the match. He didn't. Uh, I can't recall what happened, but something happened when he tried for the F5. It didn't I, work. He, I know, yes. I know he tried for it, and, and Finn got out of it. But that was it. After that, the only F5 that he actually did and nailed was at the end of the match when he just wanted to wreak more havoc. <laughs> yeah, and he finally he nailed that one pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Poor um, Finn. I'm a I'm a Finn fan. I knew Finn wasn't gonna win, but I I, I really enjoyed what he did. Um, I think I think uh, they're gonna give Braun Strowman his chance at um at uh, WrestleMania. Elimination? Uh, oh, WrestleMania. No, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> here's a funny thing. <laughs> I just looked it up, Steve. <laughs> I mentioned to you this earlier this morning. Uh, Finn Balor pushed Brock Lesnar into a table and he hit, he hit the corner and, yes. uh, <laughs> he hit the corner, not once, but twice. Yes, and, he did. uh, oh, Corey Graves. Oh my God. Brock Lesnar hit the corner of the table. He had diaticulitis. That's going to screw with them. You know, the. He did. <laughs> Brock Lesnar had diaticulitis, and he actually had surgery. Uh, he, uh, let's see, let's let me do a little reading here. Uh, it says Lesnar then lost the UFC Championship title to Kane Vasquez at UFC 121 in 2011. He was once again sidelined due to surgery from diaticulitis, and then he would return back to UFC in 2016. <laughs> so. Yeah, so he, I guess he did. I guess he had diaticulitis. So I hope he didn't. Uh, I hope he didn't rupture it, Brock. I hope he didn't rupture it, man. I'm a fan. <laughs> Stay healthy, please. You're saving the WWE. Trust me when I tell you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it was. Uh, he he reversed uh, on the F5. He was able to reverse and get out of it uh, when Brock yeah. tried doing it. And then uh, he, you know, he got to do the coup de gras. That was cool. Yes. Um, but I liked, I liked when Brock Lesnar went back to the Kimura lock. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. 
you know? I was. I yeah. was. I, I appreciated his uh, crazy face as he was doing it. Like, oh, that was awesome. On, I saw that. That was, that was, that was better than the Undertaker's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Uh, so that, that match was fun. That was, that was, you know, uh, Becky Lynch and Asuka and uh, Brock and, and Finn, uh, they were, they were the, probably the two best uh, Rumble matches outside the Rumble. You know what I mean? Yes, um, I'll agree with that. And they should have just had that. They should have just had those couple of matches and Rumble matches and been done with it. Would have been done in like three hours. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, we just got done talking about the Brock Lesnar Finn Balor match, which I think was a, a fairly solid match. I liked it a lot. So that brings us yeah. now into the 30-man Royal Rumble. Now, what pissed me off about this is they gave us the fucking rules. I had to swear. I'm sorry. I had to do it again. <laughs> they gave us the fucking rules for the, the 30-man Battle Royal. Like, we know we know what the fuck it is. We know. We're, we're well aware of what the Royal well, Rumble you know, is, right? You got your first-time kids out there that don't know. That bullshit. They should know what the Royal Rumble is. I mean, they just watched the women's Royal Rumble, so clearly we can't grasp the concept of the fucking Royal Rumble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh God! And that and that added like four minutes onto the already eight million hours long pay per view. God. But <clears throat> what I did like, Steve. What I did like is they brought out the King and they brought out Bradshaw. The best commentary team of the night. I mean, ugh, the commentators are even boring during the rumble. I think they were tired, you know. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, JBL was stumbling through his words a little bit. Commentary ring rust. Commentator ring rust. There you go. <laughs> Commentator ring rust. Actually, is now get, is that what you're chalking it up to? Yeah. Actually, truthfully, I actually thought that, uh, and I was hoping that maybe we w- we would have got an appearance. Because they've done it in the past of JB, you know, uh, Bradshaw, JBJ. Um, what is it, JBJ or JBL? I think it's JBL. JBL. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that he would have made an entrance into the Rumble. And I hope, I was kind of hoping Jerry Lawler would have too, but I guess I was wrong. It's it's good to dream. I guess, like I said, WWE is getting away from uh, the veterans. You gotta let go of the old and it. But it's fun. Embrace the new. Yeah, but that was the fun they, of the rumble, know, though, man. That. It was, but that was then. This is now. You have the NXT in the background, so you gotta give those guys a shot to see what they have to say. All right, you're almost there to be moved up. Yeah, I guess, but it's not as fun without the old timers coming in. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Fuck That's you, Vince. You're old school. <laughs> That's you're old school. Hey, you're older than me, so you're older school. <laughs> but anyway, I'm embracing the change. I can't embrace and change is boring. Um, <laughs> so let's dive into this 30-man Royal Rumble. What's awesome is, is we're at 50 minutes right now, so we're going to get a little over an hour probably on this show compared to the the 6-plus that you got last night. So let's get right into it. So... We're going to go, first contestant is Elias. What would you think about that, Steve? I was shocked that he was number one. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> was too. <laughs> but, yes and no if I think about it now, because he always starts off in the dark, and how is he not going to do his shtick? 
during right. the rumble. And that's that's what I was just gonna get into in a way. I mean sorry, I'm chewing on peanuts over here. Um in a way it worked out well because they started the rumble off fun because all of a sudden the music hits and it's none other than Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and I loved it. I was excited. I couldn't believe it. I said, oh, my God, they're going to bring out some old school guys because, you know, they only announced 20 competitors for the Rumble, so that leaves, you know, yeah. like, not actually, yeah, like 20. I don't. And everybody, well, no, I'm sorry. I, I stand corrected. They you, they had 21 listed because you knew who number 30 was. So, yeah, you know, exactly. that left nine opponents unannounced, and I was like, ooh, maybe the – Maybe the Hulkster will come out. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> so your first two competitors were Elias and Double J, and then they went right into Shinsuke Nakamura. I couldn't. I, eh. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't even see why he was in there. He already had a match. Filler. But again, like a lot of, you know, I've been reading the message boards and stuff on, on Facebook and Instagram, but. Again, they could have pulled back like Sami Zayn, Bray Wyatt, uh, Kevin Owens. Um, I read somewhere too that that Matt Hardy's ready to go. I thought he had to retire because he was done. No, no, he's done. I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, but I saw that on a few other sites. They were like, "Oh, you could have brought Matt back, Matt Hardy," and I was like, "I thought he was done." But anyway, so Shinsuke, yeah, yeah, whatever. We already know his spiel. But then number four, Kurt Angle. I was actually pleased with that. I was like, "Oh shit, Kurt Angle's coming I was out." Too. Yeah, I that was, was a too. fun one. Um, and then of course, you know, the ever fun, uh, new day, uh, Big E came out and, you know, I, I mean, the new day has been around for a while and, um, yeah, I, I still enjoy them. I still like them. I think they're fun. I like Big E, you know, I, but if they ever, <laughs> ew, dude, did you see what he did later on in the match? Yeah. He pulled out more, like, like I called those pube cakes, man. You don't know where those suckers were. Oh, they could have been butt cakes. It's like, Wah. like I had to Coming agree. <laughs> I had to agree with Corey Graves. Like they're gonna need a tetanus shot after that. Like, yeah, no shit. I'm not eating pube cakes. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I like the new day. If they ever break apart, the new day, I'd like to see Big E go back to being just a mean guy. You know what I mean? Because when he first came out with Dolph Ziggler and AJ Lee, he was. That was cool, man. He was an intimidating presence. So I'd like to see him actually go back to that. And then uh, we got uh, Johnny Gardino. And, you know, that was, a you know, another NXT guy. And that was that was cool to see. You know, he was he actually kind of impressed me. So it was fun to see him. Um, Did he did he do anything for you, Steve? Did he did he impress yeah, you a little bit? He, I've seen him a couple times on NXT and uh, he's really impressive. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I was I was pleased with that. That was cool. Um and then we get the seventh entrant, uh Jinder Mahal. And I had him pegged to go 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 quite a distance and he didn't. What the nope. fuck? He was <laughs> in and out. Yeah, man, what but why would you do that to these guys? Why would you do that to him after Why all not? the... Why It's Jinder Mahal. Uh, yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. Old Jinder Mahal? Yeah, forget it. He sucked. But new Jinder Mahal, like, these guys are your, like, Clydesdales, man. You could, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I, I was kind of upset about Jinder. Uh, and then we come up to number eight, and it's the guy I really don't care about, Samoa Joe, who coincidentally looked like he got fatter. Is it me or... I swear he got fatter. 
is it you? I don't know. You you might be right. He looks he looks a little tankier. I'm uh, you know that's I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> you know, and of course Samoa did Samoa Joe whatever. Um, and then actually coincidentally Samoa Joe lasted uh, twenty four minutes and five seconds. So not, eh, it's it's okay. Uh, and then we had uh, Kurt Hawkins who came into the Royal Rumble with 256 consecutive losses. <laughs> this poor guy, man. I'd be I'd be like banging on Vince's door like fucking really. <laughs> like really. <laughs> but here we go yet again with with stupid uh stupid story writing and yep. where did he go? Under the ring. You know, where did uh that uh Vega girl go? Under the ring. Where did uh was it Peyton Royce or no the other one not her partner um I forgot to touch upon I I think I forgot to touch upon uh Hornswoggle and the women's chasing Vega. Oh we did forget to talk about that yes Hornswoggle that was fun that was fun I like that he, I, I, he's creepy <laughs> I'm afraid to make it <laughs> <laughs> when he was chasing her I was like get her get her get her yeah man. um that was fun. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, here we go again with the under-the-ring thing. Like, come on, man, let's just not, you know. So, Curtis Hawkins is under the ring. Uh, Kurt Hawkins. And then out comes here number comes. 10, the architect, oh. Pookie's, or Steve. It's already out there, man, so I can say it. Steve's pick for the winner. Uh, uh, Seth Rollins came out. I know. I was ready when he came out at 10. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> well, he was rocking Chicago Bears like, colors. They did point that out. Keep an eye on him. Yeah. Um, you know, so Seth Rollins came out and did his thing. And then... Uh, he, he did? Yeah. And then uh, number 11 was uh, Titus O'Neil. And again... Titus went under the ring. Yeah, you know, and again, here's another space that could have been used to make something fun of the Rumble. Bring back a veteran or bring back one of the guys that are ready to go. Like, why why bother bringing out Titus if he's going to be out there, crawl under the ring with Curtis Hawkins, chase him out of the ring, and then get eliminated by Curtis Hawkins? Like, ah, <laughs> uh, so... Then uh, number 12 is, is Kofi Kingston, which, you know, I, I did enjoy the New Day's trunks. I don't know if you heard them or noticed it, but the, each New Day was wearing trunks, and they had uh, Kofi's greatest Royal Rumble knockouts, like where he didn't touch the mat, uh, the floor yes. uh, in yes. comic book form. I heard about that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, your guy came in at number 13, Mustafa Ali, but he didn't wear the Chris Jericho mask, like the, the blinking mask. <laughs> I think he started with it real quick, and then he ripped it off and ran in. I, if he did, I didn't. I didn't even catch it. But uh, like, I, like I said, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, then number fourteen was uh, Dean Ambrose again. It's, you know, we're going through yeah, this fast Dean. because there's really, there's really no excitement in the men's match. It's just you know, we've seen it. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, then this was another. This was another ridiculous. I'm gonna swear again. Ridiculous fucking thing. Like, just fucking ridiculous. No way, Jose. Really? Now, now stop. Now, stop. Not, not only was he stupid, but we've already done this before. Do you remember Adam Rose with the Rosebuds? 
coming out dancing and hoo hoo and da 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 da. Dude, it, this this has played out. It's been done. I mean, do you feel the same? I don't know. I just. <laughs> I. I. I don't. I have no words. Cause it's dumb. It's been done already. Move on. Like we don't. And then and then he came out. And these guys are dancing around like dopes. He gets in the ring and gets knocked out in one second. One second. He, I and think, then it goes back to dancing. So yeah. it's like, what was the point? Exactly. There was no point. It was, dude, it was, I just made my, my meter peak here on my microphone level because I just yelled. There is no point. No point whatsoever. WWE, you are stupid. Your writers need to be fired. Just let me write one show, please. Um, so after No Way Jose comes my guy. Drew McIntyre. That dude's just a dude. Even when he came out, he's just a presence. I'm sorry. How that guy doesn't have a title around his waist is going to blow my mind until the day they give him one. I would put, I would love to see Drew McIntyre against in a, in a three way against Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. And I would put my money on Drew. Huh? I mean, that's. That'd be that badass, be very, dude. Very good, good match. Very entertaining. And if anybody's going to take down Brock Lesnar, I would like to see Drew McIntyre. At least a guy who's bigger than him is going to take him out. I mean, that's that's just it. You know, I just want to see, because Lesnar's a big dude. I mean, he's a monster. Um, he is. But I would like to see someone equal his power and size or bigger take the title from him. That's why I'm, like, so hell-bent on Strowman getting at least. At least they've got a big guy. You know, like Roman Reigns when he fought. The Brock yeah. Lesnar. I mean, come on. Come on. You know, it's like even Goldberg was small next to him, and those matches were terrible. Uh, <clears throat> and then number 17 was Xavier Woods, and Xavier saves Kofi Kingston. Yep. And the two guys go through all that only to get up on the apron and be knocked out by none other than my guy, Drew McIntyre. Uh, number 18 I found this I found this interesting and I found I I actually got to watch uh, the uh, UK wrestling um, because they brought out at number 18 Pete Dunne he was he was a a five foot nothing but I was very impressed with this guy and the thing that I the thing that made me cringe what he made me cringe with some of the things that he was doing. Oh, the like, pressure point moves, like breaking yeah. fingers. Yeah. I was very impressed with this guy. I was. I was very, very. And here's the other fact that the other little thing that they mentioned, Steve. If you remember in the pre-show or our, our pre-Royal Rumble podcast, I was saying how WWE changes titles left and right, left and right. And it's not like the old days when a title change happened. It was big news. Well. Yeah. The WWE in the UK must be doing something right because he's been champ for 617 days. I know. That's I heard that. And and when he drops that belt, that's gonna be big. That's gonna be a big fight field match, and that's what the WWE lacks because they just yeah. keep flipping titles. So, I personally, I I would like to start just. I'm gonna have to pull up the uh, WWE Network and watch it because I'm I'm interested now, and I liked what I saw out of this guy. Oh yeah, I mean, he was a real, real, really impressive. I, yeah, the the pressure point moves were just like <laughs> crazy. I mean, when he got in there with uh, when uh, you haven't mentioned him yet, but he's gonna he's gonna be entering uh, Alistair Alice Black. Black. Yep, yep. And the whole finger thing was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know. But I dug this guy. I I did. Oh. And if he if he would have won it, I would have uh, I would have been okay with that because I. <laughs> 
I was thoroughly impressed with them. I liked them a lot. I hope I hope um, we see more of them, not in the WWE North America, but in the WWE UK. Because, you know, if they bring them over here, they're going to bury them inside that roster that's too deep already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So your guy next, Andrade, comes in at number 19. And I'm going to put him subpar. I mean, he wasn't awful, but he wasn't like, wow, he... It was okay, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he would do a lot more. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, yeah, but he was okay. He it was, was okay. He was like, like yeah. in the but, gray area. But Andrade wasn't my guy. My guy was already in. No, there. no, no, no. You, you said in the, in the pre, our pre, previous podcast there for the Royal Rumble that you didn't like Andrade. <laughs> so okay. that's why I called I like, him your guy. I liked Andrade. I like him. Lindsay doesn't like Andrade. Oh, okay. Well, I got confused. Yeah. Okay. Well, my wife, yeah. My wife does not like Andrade. Either I, way. I don't mind him. My guy was Rollins all yeah. the way to the end. Yeah, keep rubbing it in. You guessed it. All right, fine. You win, <laughs> you win the dollar. <laughs> um, <laughs> coming in at number 20 was none other than Apollo Crews. And I know you and I discussed Apollo Crews for a little while. Uh, yeah. We're both on the fence about him, but uh, again, I kind of like the new look of him. He doesn't have that clean cut, like pretty boy look anymore. Um, yeah, and he did okay. He, I mean, he came in and and he did okay. I mean, he, he didn't blow my mind, but uh, you know, I was like, all right, eh, okay, you know, he, he did his thing, I guess, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, number twenty-one, who we just talked to, Alistair Black. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. This this dude's yeah. I would love yeah. to see him and Pete Dunn go at it one on one in like a steel cage. That would just be like uh um uh Chainsaw Charlie against uh um uh Cactus Jack, you know? It would just be insane. Like they, I, I just I would love to see it. It's never I gonna happen, it. but I would be all over that. I would I dig it. That'd be that'd be really interesting. And dude, I have to point out that that like Asian like uh, dra- not dragon but Asian like demon face on his back, man, that's a badass tattoo. I was digging that too. I was like, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was I was actually quite impressed with the uh, Alice the Black. Um, number twenty two, Shelton Benjamin, uh, another another character that I think is well underused in the WWE. Uh, he came in, he looked pretty good. He did a couple of uh, impressive kick moves, and other than that, he was pretty quiet. But you know, he. he Kind of wowed me for a second. I I wouldn't say he was awful. I don't know. What would you think? No, no, not awful. And then uh, not num- great, but not awful. No, yeah, like like the, that gray area, you know. Um, then number twenty three was none other than my guy, Baron Corbin. I'm not digging the new character, but I still like Baron Corbin. And let me tell you what, I don't I don't remember who he delivered it to. But man, holy shit, he nailed somebody with a deep six, and I mean he nailed them like deep like he <laughs> he almost put him through the ring that was like i was like oh man you know that was good you know uh no. so that was that was baron cobb and he got eliminated uh i for, uh who eliminated him um oh i forget uh was it not randy orton was it was it drew mcintyre eliminated him actually was I believe. It? yeah i think it was him but oh well what are you gonna do and then uh Number 24 was Jeff Hardy, of course, and I was kind of upset. I wish he would have been an earlier number, and I wish he would have lasted longer. I, I just don't think that was fair to him, you know, but he went in, and he did 
you know, as they say, Michael Cole, vintage Jeff Hardy. You know, he went in there and did yeah. his thing, and it's never old. I, I mean, we were watching the 2000 uh, Royal Rumble before last night, me and Kylie, uh, before last night's Royal Rumble, and they had the Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys in a table match. And I said to Kylie, watch this. This is what, you know, Attitude Era Wrestling was like, man. This is a real table match. And I watched Jeff Hardy do some things, and I said to Kylie, I go, how does this guy even walk in at this age? How is he still even wrestling with the shit this guy has done? Like when he jumped off the Titan Tron, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> this guy deserves all the praise in the world because he's definitely a hall of fame. Oh yeah, dude. You know, you set, you know, the bar, he's above the bar. I mean, yeah, he's above the bar. he is the definition of high flyer. I don't care what no, anybody when it, says. When it comes to ladder matches, there is no equal. Ladder or table? I mean, the shit that this guy would do. I mean, just in that Royal Rumble last night where we watched, you know, the 2000 Royal Rumble, he jumped he jumped from the, the, the second tier. Not the second tier, but, you know, like with the, above where the, the wrestlers came out. And that's that's pretty high. That's got to be like a story oh, yeah. high, you know. Yeah. And he dove off that. And what I always laugh now that I look back on it is Matt Hardy always just watched them do those things. He never did, he never did as much crazy as uh, Jeff did. But... Uh, what yeah. I what I do appreciate, and you know, we we talked about him, and he's obviously not coming back. But I appreciate how he pays respect to his brother by coming out and doing the delete. Yes, I I respect that a lot, you know, and and that that's and the crowd recognizes that, and they chant delete. It's his, I mean, yeah. it's his brother. I mean, he's you know, he's he's giving his brother credit, and I respect that. So you know, I I think I think Jeff Hardy is a class act. I I'm gonna miss him when he goes. I mean, I miss that, Matt Hardy too. I'm gonna miss him. But that, uh, and and the fact that you know when they were tag team with uh, I believe it was TNA Impact, they had the whole Jeff. I mean, uh, Matt Hardy with his uh, you know delete and all that. And Jeff Hardy did join him at one point as they, they called him Brother Nero. Yes. Yep. Yep. And so he was also part of the delete. So yes, he bring he keeps he's still trying to keep it going, but in a in a tribute almost. But you know, right. And you got to respect the guy for that. I mean, you know, oh like yeah, I, definitely. Like I said, when he goes, that's it, man. That's the end of of an era. I mean, like. You know, Edge and Christian, they were there. The Dudley Boys, they were there, and it was it was sad to see them go. But I, I, you know, when when the Hardy Boys are done, that's that's just the end of an era, and there will never be a tag team again that will ever equal to those guys. I'm I'm sorry. Oh no, nope. No, and, no, I agree with you. And to top it all off, their return at WrestleMania gave me fucking goosebumps. I could not believe. I did not expect that. I could not believe that. And I don't know how WWE kept it so quiet. You know, oh. you and me both. That when that music dropped, one of oh. The be- oh, that had to be one of the best returns I've ever seen. Was that? When I music, think it's like the you best. Said, when the music dropped, was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I jumped off my couch. I was like, what? You gotta be. I texted all my friends. It was insane, dude. It was fucking insane. You and Lindsay, both. Lindsay was like, oh my god, because she loved the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Loved, loved, loved the Hardy, especially Jeff. Yep. She was just like, oh, my God, is that really who I think it is? Yeah, man, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was a joke. I thought the New Day was pulling a stunt. The only thing that would have made that better is if they had Lita by their side. But, hey, I'll take I'll take it. I'll take the Hardy Boys coming back. That was that was insane, man. That was a great moment. That really was. That was. It really was. Yeah. And when they go, like I said, it's going to suck. It's going to be hard to see them go. 
Uh, so back on track here. The 25th entrant was none other than Buyaka Buyaka 619, Rey Mysterio. And uh, again, I mean, I like Rey Mysterio's entrances. They're very energetic, but his in-ring stuff is the same. It's the same stuff. And whatever. <laughs> you know, I, that's all I can say. Hey, he came out and did Rey. Yeah, and just it's the same same Ray. <laughs> I mean, I know he's getting older, and you know he's been a high flyer for a long time, but it's just not, it's just not the same. Uh, no. Number twenty six is another uh, powerhouse. I know we just got the uh, intercontinental title, but Bobby Lashley. I'm glad to see some gold around that guy's waist. He is a force, and again, that's yes, a, he is. that's another Clydesdale that they just they don't they don't use and the way yeah. you know he, he didn't last very long in the rumble you know the whole thing with seth rollins and the table i was like oh come on you know another one so yeah uh, bad writing in my eyes uh and then uh number 27 was none other than braun Strowman. so braun came in and did his thing i had him as the winner uh but clearly uh, i had him he was my he second guess. Yeah, when he entered, I was like, oh, there goes, there goes Rollins' chances. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I was like, there's the winner, but I don't know. Rollins pulled it off. It was great. Yeah, but again, it was the whole, oh, he's not eliminated. He's just outside the rope. Oh, all of a sudden, he's healthy and back. You know, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, he, come on, man. <laughs> Do something original. <laughs> it's true. I almost forgot about him. I was like, wait a minute. Where's Rollins? You know, like, oh, yeah, and, he, he got knocked out. I'm like, he's still in this. Yeah. Like, and, get back in the ring, man. <laughs> and then and then the whole fact of, like, you know, you could see Braun doing bad acting, hanging on the ropes. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. You know, this <laughs> is, come on. You, you, this is the best you can do. This is the best you can do. Apparently it is because they did it. Uh, number, twi- <laughs> number 28 was none other than Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Number 29 was uh, Randy Orton, who I'm not a big Orton guy, but I was excited to see him come out uh, because I figured I figured he would he would have a chance to win. And, of course, he goes right after Rey Mysterio and eliminates Rey Mysterio. And they, they did they eliminate Samoa Joe together, I think it was, or no? Was Samoa Joe already gone? I can't remember. I should have wrote that down. But, they uh, ended up eliminating Nia Jax together. That's what it was. Yes, yes. So that brings us to number 30, which, again, let's break this down, people. WWE writers, you unoriginal bastards. Okay? <laughs> you bring, you bring, let me, let me get my serious voice here. You bring Lana out. Okay? You bring her out. Okay? This is my talk show host voice. I'm sure this is going to annoy people, but. <laughs> okay, so you you bring you bring Lana out. She's got a bad ankle. Um, <laughs> but, but then the officials come out to check on her. But then Nia Jax comes out, and she beats the shit out of Lana, busting up her ankle more. So then Becky Lynch comes out and begs Fit Finley to let her be in the match. Now she, as they said it on the air, announced that she talked to a WWE official and he gave her permission and got permission from Lana to be in the match. Go to the men's yeah. match. Here comes our truth Another, I think he's got a lot of in-ring skill. He really does. He just doesn't get yeah, to display it. But he's just, he's still got it. He's not done, you know? Yeah. Um, he gets number 30 and then you fuck him over. Like, what was the point of letting him win the Mixed Max Challenge if you're going to screw him like that? And you had Nia Jax come out of nowhere and kick his ass. And then Nia Jax just walks into the ring, and now she's in the the Rumble. 
Like, no. Like, how, how can she just come into the Rumble? But uh, Becky Lynch had to get permission. You see what I'm saying? Bad no, writing. No, I, I bad, bad that. writing. Stupid. And not that I'm being mean to Nia Jax because I'm all for the women's division. I love it. I think it's better than the men's division. Yeah. But what was the point? What was the point of that? Please, if you I, can figure it out, Steve, tell me, because I don't know what the point of that was. Well, she ends up being the fourth woman to, to go in because you had China before. You had yeah. Beth Phoenix, uh, Karma, and uh, they mentioned it last night, and now her. But you don't... I, you, but those... Maybe they're trying to introduce intergender wrestling like, nah, like I... they had before with China, Yeah, but I don't really dig. Right, they have, but now they have a whole women's division, and they're exactly. not called. Listen, they're not called divas anymore. You know, they don't exactly. have a butterfly championship belt. They're not yep. just put out there. You know, like in the Attitude Era, to shake their ass and show their boobs and do lingerie matches or a wet T-shirt contest or lingerie. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. they're they're there to be taken as serious as the men. They have a yeah, tag exactly. team title now. They have a women's championship now. I'm pretty sure they're gonna roll out a women's on intercontinental championship. You know, you got the NXT Women's Champion. I mean, they're a legit division. I didn't see a need to bring Nia Jax out with the men. I, di- I didn't. I no. really didn't. There was no, no point. And that was I a wasted spot. They could have blown up the crowd by bringing Sami Zayn back or Bray Wyatt or, or um, oh, my God, I'm dr- uh, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. You know, or they could have dropped an old veteran in there. But Nia Jax, I don't, I'm not hating on Nia Jax. I love her character. I think she's great. But. Oh, yeah. But. I just didn't see it. I just I don't understand it. I don't know I what the yeah, thinking was the there. Point of, I didn't see the point of, of bringing her in either. And she didn't get officially, she didn't get a permission officially to be in that match. So what does that mean with our truth? Are they going to do a Curtis Axel where he's going to say I've been, you know, three hundred and sixty-five days? I I still haven't yet been you know eliminated from the Rumble when they did that shtick. I mean I yeah. hope I hope they don't. I hope they don't. But. This is my point. This is why WWE is not a good brand. It's just, they just, they fuck things up. And I don't know how else to say it. I don't mean to keep swearing, but they just, they, they fuck it up. Well, right now they need to hold on to the women's division because that's the only thing I think really keeping them afloat. Because ever since uh, Roman Reigns went down. Yeah, which coincidentally he's, uh, and I'm not saying he was faking because you were there for that and you were pretty shaken by yeah. it. But um yeah. He he's uh he's starring in the uh offshoot movie for uh, Fast and Furious with The Rock. They already showed yes. him filming it. I didn't. Yes. I didn't know well, the you... movie's the movie's coming out soon. I think because the filming's all done. But he I had. Think he, I think he, he beat... filmed it beforehand. Uh, I was gonna say you beat leukemia that fast. Like I'm not saying he's faking, but I just when I first yeah, read no, it, my I first think, thought was I like think he shot everything before he came out. And I hope so. In October. But here's here's another thing. There's not that that movie is gonna suck. <laughs> I mean, they've beaten the Fast and Furious to death. The Rock. The only movie I like or movies that I like from The Rock is um, uh, Game Plan, and I'm drawing a blank. What was the other one he did with uh, Stifler from American Pie? Uh, 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 the Rundown. The Rundown. Those yes. those were good movies. They were great. Other than that. Oh, and I kind of like Doom. He was in Doom. But other than that, man, Rock, <laughs> your movies fucking suck. And I'll say it to your face. I don't care if you'll hit me with your steroid arm. <laughs> your movies <laughs> suck. He ruined G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe was great uh, with Snake Eyes. You know what I mean? But Yeah. 
I mean, uh, uh, G.I. Joe movies to me were uh, so-so, to be honest with you. The Rock but, ruined them. The Rock fucking ruined them. No, I don't, th- I don't think he ruined them. I don't uh, think he's that bad of an actor, to be honest with you. I don't think he's that good. I think his movies suck, and I think this Fast and Furious movie is going to suck. I'm just putting it out there now. One, A half a star. <laughs> half a star. Matter of fact, movie companies, before you sign off on a budget, why don't you just give it to me? I'll put it to better use. <laughs> How do we even get on the movies? Are we done with the rumble? <laughs> Um, we were talking about something that led to something that led to that. I don't know. I was just going off on a tear. You anyway, get sidetracked easy. Hence the first why the the first band I was in was called Sidetracked. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, we were talking about the Nia Jax thing, and you know, I just we didn't understand. So anyway. Nia Jax ends up, end up getting eliminated, and then um, Andrade got eliminated. Every uh, Dolph Ziggler got eliminated by Strowman. Yep. And then it comes down to Strowman versus uh, Seth Rollins. Yes. Again, another thing I saw throughout the night, the apron fighting. Fuck off with that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not exciting. You don't like it, I like it. They played it out too much. Everybody was fighting on the apron. It was like, don't that's, that's do that. Thing. It's dumb. It's dumb. Just like, dude, just like when we were kids and, and the, the wrestling events would come on, there was never any outside interference. And when it happened, it was like, oh, man, you know? It's just yeah. they, they, they do the same things too much and they need to stop. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So you got Strowman and you got, you know, Seth Rollins fighting and Strowman's hanging on. Yeah, Strowman's hanging on the ropes like, oh, my God, I'm trying not to fall. Look at me. Hang on. I'm, oh, no, one of my arms fell off. Oh, God, I'm holding on by one arm. And uh, just stop. stop. <sighs> Seth Rollins is your winner, ladies and gentlemen. And he goes on. And I'm going to say it now. I don't care yes. that he's on Raw. Yes. He's going on to fight. Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam at uh, WrestleMania, and nope, Braun sorry. Strowman is gonna go after Brock Lesnar. That is my prediction for WrestleMania. I'm sticking to it, unless Drew McIntyre comes in and takes gold from somebody, which I hope he does. <laughs> nope, sorry, Rollins faces Lesnar. Fuck you, I don't like you. <laughs> Strowman, Strowman finds a way to get in there for a triple threat match. I hope so, because again. I don't want to see uh, uh, Brock Lesnar drop the title to someone who can't match his power. I'm sorry. Seth Rollins is put together. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a he's not a big bastard. You know what I'm saying? Even if Jinder, Jinder Mahal beat Brock Lesnar, I'd be okay. I really would. Hey, you got to remember, Seth Rollins stole the belt between Reigns and uh, Lesnar back in WrestleMania 31. I know. I watched it, and I wasn't happy about that. I was staring <laughs> at the TV. I almost did like the guys and threw my sneaker at it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, overall, I uh, I give I give the Royal Rumble, you know, we already said it in the beginning, but a B plus. There was certain things that really roped me into it, and there was certain things that I was just like, oh, God. Yes. So... Yes. WWE, WWE writers, get your shit together, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, on another note, though, uh, I found this really cool. Uh, Jack Swagger, remember him? I do. We he the people. First... Jack, is it not Jake Hager? Uh, yes, well, he won his I first match. I don't know what kind of. I don't know if it was UFC. I don't know what kind of MMA company it was, but the dude he fought looked like a fat old tank a- Abbott. 
<laughs> and uh, I'm not taking anything away from the fighters. I mean, you know, you're fighting. That's real fighting. That's, you know, oh, yeah, that's definitely. tough. Um, but he won. And kudos to him because he's already doing better than CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk, baby. You got your ass whooped not once but twice. But yes, Jack, yes. CM Jack Punk needs to go back to wrestling. Yes, him and his wife. I know he won't go back to WWE. I know he won't do it, but they have that new AEW starting up. I can see him going there. Well, all I'm going to say is is I would like to see more from Jake. uh, Not Jake. Yeah, Jake. Hager. I think that's how they say it. I really, if if you ever listen to this podcast, I, I liked you in WWE. I dug the We The People, but... You are a big bastard. You are really long. He's not super huge, but he's really he's got a he's tall, man. Did you ever see him live? Not live, no. Dude, I'm six two. His arms have to be six two, each one of them. I mean he's <laughs> he's long. I mean that guy's gotta reach. So they even said it in, in the in the match that, you know, because his his frame is so long, it just it played to his advantage. But he's a former uh, wrestler, not WWE wrestler, like a real legit wrestler, like Kurt Angle, yes, you know, like, like Kurt Angle, like Brock Lesnar. He's a real wrestler. Yeah. Um, so, hey, I mean, if your if your wrestling career is in the toilet and you want to make the crossover and you can win, good for you because, like I said, you're doing better than CM Dump. Oh, I mean Punk. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. So yeah, I mean that's it. It's uh, hopefully the. Hopefully Monday Night Raw is going to be good. Hopefully we get some answers for some of the stupidity that happened last night. I and, hope uh, so. <clears throat> maybe we'll we'll get a choice. We'll see who's going to pick who for the titles. And uh, maybe some of our predictions will, will come true. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, Steve, this was a lot of fun, man. Uh, these last it two was, episodes. It was. I, just, I just want to throw it out there for the big game coming up Sunday. Uh-oh. I want to put it out there. New England 31, Rams 17. All right, I'm going to put this out there, and I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. I am a, G- a New York Giants fan. Uh, yeah, I live, we know it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I'm, if we have people living out in the West Coast or the Midwest, listen, I'm going to tell you this. In New England, if you're a Red Sox fan, you're good. If you're a <laughs> Yankees fan, you're fucked. Um, same thing with the, the Patriots. Patriots fans are ravenous. They are ravenous because I see the other side of the fence. I'm a Sox fan, and let me tell you what, I, I tear holes in Yankees fans. I am a, I'm a fucking animal when somebody comes at me with a Yankees shirt. I'm a Sox fan. So I don't know what it's like to be that fan, but ladies and gentlemen, yep. if you are anything other than a Patriots fan in New England, hang on tight because, <laughs> I mean, people that I am friends with for a very long time and that I'm close with, man, I, sometimes I think we're going to get into fights because they just give me so much shit about it. But... Pookie, you've done it to me, but I'm going to say this. Who's the only quarterback to beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl? Yes. Who yes, has I Tom know. Brady never beaten? I know. It's, Come on, New still, Yorkers. If you're listening, soon. say it with me. Eli Manning. <laughs> no, it's still too soon. <laughs> too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> but, hey, go Sox, man. Go Sox. Well, you know, I always used to say to my friends, well, football season's over. It looks like I'll be reuniting with everybody shortly. Spring training's right around the corner. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I really do. I respect the game. Um, I'm a sports fan. I respect the game. And in saying that, when, when Peyton Manning left the league, 
you know, I told all my friends, you know, hey, listen, uh, you're never going to see a rivalry like that again, Peyton and uh, Peyton and Tom. You, you're not. Yeah. That's an end of an era. Uh, oh, yeah. I was fortunate to grow up with a lot of great quarterbacks. I mean, Christ, I saw Joe Montana rip things apart. Uh, yeah. You know, I was around when Phil Sims was around, Drew Bledsoe. Yes, give me. Here's the other thing, people, too. Elway, Marino. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Put, put the pause button on for a second. Here's the other thing, too, you New England fans do to me. If what? I say I love Drew Bledsoe and he was a great quarterback and he had a better arm than Tom Brady, I get shit for that. <laughs> you should get shit no. for that. He doesn't have a- he, he does not uh, have a better arm. Uh, here we go. All right, this is a whole nother. Yes, this is this is a whole yes, nother podcast. Yeah, uh, great, because he was a good quarterback. Uh, I'm not gonna take it away from him. He you. got us there in 1996. Mm-hmm, I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. And then he got but screwed. I, and then he got screwed. No, then, the guy played with blood in his lungs. He could have died. New England fans <laughs> forget that and don't give the guy an I, ounce of credit. I do you not bricks. See, ladies and gentlemen, you. This is what you get. Even when you when you. Say something nice about the Patriots. If it's not Tom Brady, you know, if it's not Tom, it's not Tom fucking Brady. Yeah, if it's not Tom Brady, you're an asshole. All right. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I like Tom Brady, but I'm gonna finish my statement now. Again, like I was saying, you know, you were, we were going off on the quarterback here about how you and I were fortunate enough to see a lot of great quarterbacks. We 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 were we were we were. We've yeah. seen a lot of great players come and go. Um, but. There's no, there's, there's never gonna be a team, and this, this pains me to say it, but I'm a fan of the game. There's never gonna be a team to be able to do what the New England Patriots have done ever again, and I'm saying it, and it pains me to say it, but facts are facts, people. The Patriots have done something that will never be done again, and Tom Brady has done something that, if it's ever done again, I will be surprised, and it probably won't happen again in our lifetime, truthfully. So. For the legacy of New England, and because I remember New England when they sucked, man, they <laughs> they were bad. You were they were bad. Most. There was a time in you New England when most. when the Celtics were bad, the Red Sox were bad, and the Patriots were really bad, and the Bruins were bad. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but the Patriots have done something special. Belichick, who came from the Giants organization, he did. I just want to point that out. He came from the Giants organization under Bill he under uh, the Big Tuna's uh, wing there. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, it'll it'll never be done again. So you know, I I I would like to see the Patriots take one this Sunday. I really would. I was actually rooting for them last week. Um, and I I the had blitz for six. I had uh, <laughs> and I had said that if they if they win, that they were gonna win the Super Bowl. So I confidently believe that the Patriots are gonna do it. I just don't know how many more times they're going to be able to you do it. You heard that, folks. You heard that. That's coming from a Giants fan. Yeah, it is. It Giants is. Fan. A very big Giants fan. I know how fan. big he is. It's painful right, to say, but I can sleep tonight knowing that we whooped your ass twice in the Super Bowl and we we, we killed your undefeated streak. So, <laughs> and don't give and me the... This, this <clears throat> I can never let down. And ever, don't, don't ever, give me shit ever. about the Tyree catch because it was a catch. <laughs> it was the luckiest catch ever in the world. Uh, ever. I need to... I, you know, and here's the awesome thing, Steve, before we get going. Now we're going... We're, we're getting into a whole nother podcast here. <laughs> yeah, we, we, re- we, really, we really need to go into this uh, in detail, but... Before I get going, you know, I moved. Yeah. Obviously, you know, I moved from East Providence, Rhode Island, to Brooklyn, Connecticut. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn, Connecticut is on like the borderline of Yankees, Red Sox country, and Giants, Patriots country. So, obviously, you know, 
you live in Massachusetts, and Rhode Island borders Massachusetts. So everywhere we went, it was Red Sox, and it was uh, it was the Patriots gear, yes. Bruins, everything. Well, out here, dude, just an hour away, uh, probably like an hour and a half from where you are. Maybe not an hour and a half, about an hour and 20 minutes from where you are. Giants gear. You can find Giants gear. I got my daughter a Giants key for the house out of one of those key vending machines that makes the keys. And then yes. I went into Pet Value to buy Briar a ball, my big St. Bernard. I got a St. Bernard. He's about, I'm 6'2". If he stands on my shoulder, he's taller than me. He's a horse. Uh, but I got Briar a ball, and they had New York Giants jerseys for dogs, and they came in extra large. So, yay for football. But I'm a little nervous wearing the Sox hats around here because them Yankee fans can be tough. I mean, Boston <laughs> fans are tough. Yes. We're fighters. I mean, we're, new, you know, we're hardcore, you know, Put your nose to the grindstone, blue collar men, but them Yankee fans are just there with us, so I gotta be careful. <laughs> so, but uh, yep. but yeah, Steve, man, I, I want to thank you for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Um, yes, I just, it was. Thanks for having me. Again. I I just want to let everybody know after some grueling con- contract talks of just getting Steve a few beers, uh, maybe some marijuana <laughs> because it's legal in Massachusetts. Yes, um, it is, and I'm a big pothead. That would be that would be his. <laughs> That would be his payment for coming on for every main wrestling event. Now we're only gonna do uh, we're only gonna do the main ones: your Royal Rumble, Summer, uh, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. I think that's it. Um, we're gonna cover the main ones just because, again, WWE is just going crazy with yes. uh, with all the pay per views. So yes. Unless something big might come down the line at one of these pay-per-views, we're going to just try to stick to those because we don't want to beat everybody up with wrestling. Uh, some of our yeah. fans might be 50-50 on it, but either way, you know, we'd like to just bring that to you as part of the show. Uh, here's a funny thing. Kylie was a huge wrestling fan, but they just made it so bad that she didn't even... She's home right now sitting in her bedroom. I said, you want to come on and just go over the last part of the podcast with us? No, I'm all set. She has no interest in wrestling anymore. <laughs> that's why I was surprised she even watched the Rumble last night. But, uh, but yeah, so we're just going to cover the main ones. Steve is going to be my co-host for that. Um, and actually, now that we just got on a banter about football and things, I think we should put together some type of fun football show. Uh, definitely maybe maybe talk about the Patriots after they win the Super Bowl. Maybe, you know, this is maybe, no, this maybe. is the No Limits podcast, people. It's whatever I can come up with that you guys might like to listen to. Um, but again, Steve, thank you. Man, this was a lot of fun. Um, no, thank you. And coming down the line, uh, Kylie and I, Kylie will be back this week. We're going to record uh, Over the Top. Steve, your boy better listen to that and or watch the movie. And then... <laughs> And then we're going to change the gears with something fun. Uh, I spoke to the owner of Bewitched and Situate, uh, Roxanne Gisparo. Um, she's a well-known medium, um, and she does a lot of other things. Um, you know, she's a Reiki master. She's got quite a bit. I don't want to get into it too much. But anyway, what, where I'm going with this, folks, is that I talked to her today, and she's she would love to come on the show for an interview uh, so we're going to set that up. That'll be pretty fun, Steve. You know, uh, I know your wife's, uh, you know, Wiccan and everything. So, you know, for all my friends and everything, she, that would she used to be, but, but oh. yeah, she's very interested. She's very interested <laughs> in that stuff. So, all right. So it used yeah, to I converted be. her. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but either way, I mean, you know, uh, that's, that's going to be fun. Cause she's got a lot of cool things that, 
um, she wants to talk about, uh, you know, I'll let her get into all that. But I think that's going to be a fun episode. So this week, over the top, and then probably next week or very in the in the very near future, uh, we're going to sit down with her um, and, and we're going to do an interview with her. And if you go by her shop, check it out. It's Bewitched in Situate. It's a, it's a cool store. My stuff is for sale in there. Yes, I make uh, birch style brooms that look like witch, you know, that look like witch brooms, like Harry Potter brooms, magic wands I make, uh, staffs, all kinds of little magical needs. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, you know, keep going here. But that's what's coming down the line. Steve, again, thank you. And we'll talk to you guys later this week. Have a good night, good week. Later. <laughs>